in the first reading today, the Lord calls his people to live out, to observe the statutes and the, the decrees, the commandments he gives. But he tells us that, that those statutes and commandments are to be lived out in light of the, the deeper thing, which is the relationship that he wants us to have with him. And so the Lord says today, through Moses, he says, today you are making this agreement with the Lord. He is to be your God. There's clearly that's relational language. He is to be your God. And today the Lord is making this agreement with you. You are to be a people peculiarly his own. And so this, every, this is every covenant is the establishment of a relationship that wasn't there before. And the Lord makes this clear. I will be your God and you be my people. And we honor that relationship. We live out that relationship as we keep to the commandments and the decrees, which are all about love of God and love of neighbor. In the gospel, when Jesus says to us that that we're called to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. Uh, often people can, can understand that mistakenly in a pharisaical way, meaning that they think that, that we keep the commandments so that we then can lay claim to the relationship. Um, and there, there's, there, there's definitely a connection but sometimes we can mistakenly think that, that the relationship is there only, only if we have first achieved a level of, of perfection like the Pharisees were striving for. But what all of the saints come to recognize is, Lord, there, there's no way that I'm able to live it out perfectly. I, I will always be in need of your mercy. And so there's this tension there and Paul expresses it to us in, in his writings often where he, he came to understand Lord we're all going to fall short of, of that of living out these commandments perfectly so what do we do then do, do we do we simply walk away and give up or do do we come to you in our weakness and allow that weakness to to push us and propel us to, to lay claim to the grace that, that, that only you can give. And St. Therese expresses this in her own way, but she gets to the point where she says, I, I rejoice in all of the ways that I fall short because every one of those is an instance where I then just, I, I, all I can do is run to the Father and say, Father, look how weak I am. And she, she rejoiced over those weaknesses because they gave her a confidence to say to the Father, you have to be good to me, because if you're not, look, look how, look how little and weak I am. And there's a mystery in that. During these days of Lent, as we really do try to, to, to live out more fully the, the, the commands the Lord gives, and we're, we're trying really to, to live out those Lenten disciplines, prayer and fasting and almsgiving, there is always in this season a temptation for some to, to, to kind of go back to that kind of pharisaical understanding. Um, and we just need to pray, Lord, help me to avoid that during these days of Lent. And let, 
let my perfection that I'm striving for be first and foremost, uh, a perfection that, that understands I can't do it on my own, but kind of allow me to be perfect in, in being that, that, that child who runs to you, confident that what I can't do on my own, your grace is able to do. And this is, it's a hard place to be, and we always end up wanting to go to one extreme or the other, but let's ask the Lord, while we're still in these earlier days of Lent, for that grace to remember, Lord, you want a relationship with me, and that relationship doesn't happen because I do something perfectly first to achieve it, but, but rather, it, it, it happens more in my running to you in the midst of just the different struggles that I have, always confident to turn to your mercy, to, to your grace, to let you do in me what I, I can't do on, on my own.